Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to the Muslim Moms Podcast with Nabiha and Warda. We are two sisters with 10 kids between us, sharing our experiences about motherhood, relationships, and striving to build happy Muslim families. Let's get cracking. Today's question is Do moms get sick days? So, my answer is. No, <laughs> we do not get sick days. Unfortunately, I at least I don't think moms get a legit sick days. Um, but obviously, I'm being facetious here. Uh, we do get sick, as all human beings tend to do. Um, but I do find that a, a day off in the traditional sense um, is never a day off when it comes to a mom. And it's also a lot like a teacher where when you take a day off, you have to prepare the work for the substitute and do all this prep work that like you're sick for being sick, you know, um, I think a mom's <laughs> life is much like that. Um, and seeing as how you've been a mom for over a decade, have you had sick days? How do you view your sick days? I said moms do get sick days, but I caveat by saying it looks very different than a dad's sick day or a kid's sick day. It's a completely different yes. look. And yes, I think something that I saw that described Absolutely. it so perfectly was I saw a cartoon and it had what sick days, the title was what sick days look like. And the first one was a kid sick day, kid in the bed, has his little orange juice and just like snuggled up nice. Dad sick day, he's on the couch, he has his comforter just with his, you know, remote and mm-hmm. just chilling on the couch. Mom sick day. And they have the mom standing up holding a vacuum. She has one kid grabbing onto her at her back. She has another baby she's like nursing and um, another kid grabbing her from the other side. And then to just to like throw it over the top, they have like a cat throwing up in the corner and a dog hopping over. And that's a all right. That's sister. it. Drop the mic. So, <laughs> that is just a very. Shows. Yeah. And the mom looks really sick in the picture. She just looks yeah. like. over it. Yeah. So, yes, we have sick days, but it's not the same sick days as it would be for a dad or for even the kids, because there's a lot you're expected to do and carry on, even though you're sick. So how do we manage it is, is I think the deeper question here, because, um, you know, it's normal. We all get sick. And and like you said, it looks differently. So I guess what we're trying to say, we're not trying to just like um, complain. That is not our goal at all. But it's more about how do we now manage, you know, the role of being a mom and the responsibilities that come with it and and fulfilling that while we ourselves are not feeling well. I mean, it's rough. I, yeah. I think we can all agree it can get pretty rough. Um, and it, it it's not easy. It's not something there's no like magic pill. You know, there really isn't. Well, my number one thing is to ask for help. Yeah. Even though this may seem difficult for some people, ask for help in any way you can, whether that be asking your husband or asking your mother-in-law or your mom or if you have a friend or some kind of way that you can ask for help, do it. Because yeah. now's the time when you need it. You need to rest. I know, especially for me, um, I can tell everyone now that I am pregnant. Yep. Number seven. Yes. That means we have 10 kids between us. Yes, we do. Officially, inshallah. So I am having a little girl. Yep. My second little girl. So my daughter will finally have a sister. And so how many boys? So this is uh, my seventh pregnancy and it's going to be my second girl. And I have 
four boys uh, remaining and my other one that passed away, Yusuf. So a total of seven kids, five boys, two girls. Inshallah. Mashallah. So Yay for Bataka, your yes, daughter. Gonna yes, have a she will have a little sister, inshallah. <laughs> so future so, podcast, 2020, 2035. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Barbara and her sister. <laughs> but I got very sick with this pregnancy. It was like not the norm because I'm usually good for the, the beginning part of it. The first three months, I'm usually a little bit, a little bit like I throw up, I have nausea, that sort of thing. But somehow, same with my daughter before, I get sick well into my fourth month. And it was just a constant daily battle. And I could not even like get out my bed, let alone do all the things that need to be done for all these children. Yeah. So yeah. it was really hard. So I had to ask for help. So if you have the I mean, I, I consider it a privilege to be able to ask for help or have people that you can ask or rely for help, but do it if you can, like reach out to yeah. those friends and maybe they can drop off a meal. Maybe someone can come and keep your kids for a couple hours or just so you can have that time to recoup and, and get the rest you need. It's really hard, especially with pregnancy. I mean, so many moms, whether you have other children while being pregnant, like your case, or even if it's your first pregnancy, it's just really rough. and. Honestly, like help is the only way you can get through the day. Um, if you have a good spouse that understands you and is, has the ability to, that's your goal. Like I think the spousal relationship there, the dynamic has to be strong for that um, to get through. I have a friend right now who's having a very hard pregnancy uh, for the whole duration, like oh, complete terrible sickness for the whole duration. And, um, you know, it takes a lot of teamwork between her and her husband to, you know, take care of the kids and, and he becomes a caretaker, you know, at that yeah. point. Um, so it's rough even for the caretaker. There's a lot to consider when it comes to sick days. Um, and the thing about sick days that make it so difficult is that it's not predictable, <laughs> like in the sense yeah. of it could just knock you one week and out of nowhere, um, you know, you're out, you just, you just can't function. And that can be rough. I know last year, for the first time in my life, I got a migraine. Mm. And it yeah. was like, very debilitating. I I'd never yeah. gotten um, one like that before. And it took a little while to come on. And then I woke up at blurry vision. And Headache, I understood yeah. what people who have uh, ha described migraine, it made sense to me, you really cannot like all you want to do is lie down. Yeah, you need and to lie wait down. for it yeah. to pass. Um, I didn't plan that. I had a two month old and two other kids, and yeah. it was Ramadan and all of it. So, um, help is important. Yeah, if you can ask someone for help, even in the littlest way for them to help, that's that's would be the best for you. But also rest. So, say for example, you can't have someone come and help you. Like physically, it's you, your kids. You got to take care of them. What I try to do is try to find a place in which it's an area that's safe for them, especially if you have a toddler, they get into stuff. So like a playpen or maybe a room, contain them in your bedroom or somewhere where they can be safe and you can put on the TV. Yes, put on the TV. Mm -hmm. uh, this is the time. Put on a show for them and or have some toys available if you if you don't want them to watch TV, but somewhere where you can lie down and be able to like just have that time of rest while they're still safe. So that can really make or break you, especially sometimes you're so sick. If, if I know there are times when like you can't even get off the couch, you just like you just need to lay there. But your kids are contained. If they're old enough, they can just be in that area. Your, your newborn, whoever it is, is sleeping. 
go ahead and take that rest because that's yeah. what's going to help you get better. Yeah. If you cannot rest, forget it. It's going to drag on for days and days. And actually one thing I do in related to this um, is I have like a rainy day box is what oh, I call it. But basically it's for when things go awry, <laughs> um, sick days, right? So sick days, or even if literally a rainy day in Florida, um, and I can't send them outside because, you know, as I've mentioned in the past, our outdoor space is like everything because our living space is very tight. Um, but what I have in there is things like that you would get at the dollar target dollar spot or dollar tree or just little things that keep kids busy for a short period of time, but it's exciting because it's new. You know, it's It's not the normal toys. It's not your everyday expensive or like, you know, high price toys. It's just very simple activities that they can manage on their own. And they're really excited to play with for a half hour, an hour. give you a little break. Yeah. I actually have one of those too. I was going to say that as well, because those things, even though I actually have toys that I've taken away from them and put in this box and they get excited because it's not the normal. Absolutely. Things yeah, that they play with true. every day. Very true. And it keeps them busy because it's different. So having that on hand, it can buy you a little bit of time to be able to just settle down and rest for a little. Um, okay. So then we mentioned help. We mentioned rest, whether it's let them watch a movie or get your little, you know, very well organized rainy day box um and if none of those come through then you know you you do have you know responsibilities but i do think it's important to have a conversation with your spouse and just understand like you guys have like sick day mode right so when you go into sick day mode it's like yeah i'm not cooking (laughs) we're gonna get our designated favorite you know eating out spot or whatever it might be pizza um like just eliminating all the non-essentials i think as much as you can because a lot of times um you know moms just want to continue to you don't want to cause a lot of interruption and in that effort we end up putting ourselves so neglected until the point that literally our bodies crash on us right yeah um and i i've experienced this um in the past previously where i i allowed myself to get so stressed out that I wasn't even paying attention. And then my body gave me that, that alert, that red flag, which caused me to have to literally slow down. So I don't recommend it. I don't recommend getting when you're in that mode, you really just need to focus on the basics. So feed your kids, change your diapers, you know, just forget about chores, forget about laundry, forget about anything else that needs to get done or to take out and just make sure you're doing the basic of what needs to get done so that your kids are taken care of. But you don't have to go extra because you're not feeling the need to do all that. You're not up for that. So um, make sure that you just focus on that. Whatever you determine to be the basics for this family to get it, get through the day, do it. I was going to say that my husband, actually, I had taught him to make um, a chicken soup that I love. It's like my mom's recipe. Mm -hmm. And it's something Mm -hmm. that really just helps me feel that comfort that you need during that time. And he makes it really well. So have some sort of thing. If you can teach your spouse how to do that, it would help a lot, whatever your comfort food is or order in, or even have something frozen, like a frozen meal or something that you can just defrost and have it ready to go. But these little things that you don't really think about, they become essential. Once you become yeah. sick, once yeah. you're hit with something. And on top of that, what if your kids are sick? It, it just takes it to another level. It, like I remember one time we had a stomach flu come through our house and it was insane. I had like three mattresses on my oh my, my floor. And thankfully, alhamdulillah, I didn't get sick at that time oh, awesome. while the kids were sick. <laughs> 
but the three of them were just and I had each one of them with their little bucket to <laughs> do what they had to do but it was just like it was like a triage like just running with all these kids back and forth and oh, no. buckets, changing sheets changing diapers change. it was insane so I know the chaos that can be when you are sick and when especially when mom's out it's it's the kids they may take advantage of that fact that mom's out here <laughs> she's down and out like so just be able to like if you have older kids to like let them know this is what's happening have that conversation ahead of time so that they can help you in the way and like with the little kids that you yeah, may have yeah i mean I, I think for me one thing that i like to do because we live in Florida, which is uh, the weather is typically quite nice. So my go to when I need a break or a rest is to just go outdoors, go to the park and just rest, like just sit and take it easy. Because typically, like my kids are at that age where they'll play, you know, yeah. it's very easy for them to just hang out, play, and then I could just take some downtime. Um, so it's not your typical rest of like lying down in a bed, but it does allow you to kind of just like take it easy relax, have a cup of tea and just, you know, be outdoors, get some fresh air. And that helps me a lot. I think also moms, they take care of everyone and everything. Like sometimes we hesitate to call the doctor for ourselves, mm. but you know that if your kids have a fever or they're throwing up or something, you wouldn't, you wouldn't blink an eye to be able to take them to the doctor. Yeah. But when it comes to yourself, I know for me, especially I put it off as much as I can. And my husband's like, look, you need to go to the doctor, like make that appointment and just go because you're dying yeah. in front of my yeah. eyes. Like you need that. So we need to take the same energy that we may put into our kids or our, whoever we're taking care of our husbands, make sure that you put that focus on yourself, especially when you're sick, like do the same sort of thing for you. It's hard to, to, because you think you're like superwoman that you can accomplish everything, but sometimes you do need to go to the doctor. Sometimes mm -hmm. you do need to get that extra help. However, you know what it looks like for you. And, and I think it's critical, like you said, that um, really the sick day should be planned for as much as possible in the sense of just like some of the things we mentioned in the past of getting the home in order in terms of like designing a space, uh, having those frozen meals, having basically things in place so that it makes your life a little bit easier when things don't go as planned. <laughs> um and if you do have relationships, I think everyone should have in their life some other people that they can rely on as a backup, you know, send your kid to visit for a little bit, whether it's grandma or a friend or cousin. I mean, obviously, this is like normal times, right? COVID times just elevate everything, right? Everything is yeah. even more hard. Everyone is home with their children at all times. So I think that's uh, a unique situation we're in now. But typically... um, Sometimes we neglect those relationships, but my son actually just um, started going to preschool. And one of the things that I was so looking forward to, which I was thankful actually did occur with going to preschool is that I got to meet other moms of other four and five-year-olds because mm. <laughs> um, most of my friends, their kids are different ages than my son. And so we got to do the whole like, oh, you're going to soccer? Where are you sending them for swimming? You know, like exchange ideas and connections and just have a some sort of like a conversation that is creating social bonds and connections outside of, you know, our neighbors or whatever circles you are part of. Um, I think when you're a mom, you get that opportunity to connect with people and get ideas like we are doing here on this podcast. 
Yeah, definitely. Especially having, I remember they had um, for my, one of my sons, his, his preschool every Friday. And actually the, the, one of the moms, she just came up to me and she wanted to do it with me and my son only like they'd go on the playground. And I was like, why don't we make this a class thing? And every Friday the kids would end up going on the playground, which was not far. And I didn't really go that much after (laughs) I suggested that, which is funny, but they still ended up doing it every week because it was something the kids could look forward to a little special yeah. outing outside yeah. of school. Uh, and again, pre-COVID. program, they want yeah. some more time together. Yeah. So just having that resource there, that's, that's helpful. But, and you know, when we're saying sick days too, there's also not just sick days, like where you're physically ill, but also there's mental sick days. Oh, like I know sometimes personal true. sick days in which you're not feeling it. Like maybe you're just super down that day, or you just, you had a bad night, your child was up and you just, you need that time sometimes for just to have that time alone away from your kids. So if possible, have that mental health day or sick personal day, I would call it. That like- that makes complete sense, actually. And, and I'm glad you brought that point up because one of the things I think we kind of forget, like I'm reading, uh, listening to a book right now called Atomic Habits, which is a very popular book. And it talks about how we have these patterns and these little habits, tiny little habits that we do that sometimes add up over time. And so when it comes to like things like patterns of maybe we notice that we're constantly feeling a certain way, maybe we're feeling like we're noticing we're getting sick quite often, or we're feeling down quite often. There could be things that are causing this that we are not noticing and we're not being aware of it. So sometimes taking that break to just like pause and say, okay, well, you know what? Like I have been eating out every other day for the past month. Maybe that's not so healthy for me. And that's why my immune system, I don't know. Um, Or maybe I am like constantly going on social media and each time it's causing me to feel, you know, a certain way, which is, is a reality of what's happening, you know, nowadays. Um, So there, there could be a lot of factors that is causing people to feel um, connected to the emotional and the physical health. Um, so just taking a moment, pausing and taking a break, like you said, um, can go a far way. And then noticing our own patterns, like how are we contributing to some of these things that are happening to us? You know, that mindfulness. Yeah, I often feel it building up. So I would tell my husband, I need a break. Like our kids are driving yeah, me crazy right yeah. now. I need a break yeah. and I just need two hours to myself. And whether it be in my Ooh, room, I lock myself in my away, room, right? Yeah, just even just like chilling, watching TV or, or reading a book or, you know, taking a bath and sometimes even just going out like and walking, taking a nice walk, but just doing something for yourself, by yourself. It goes a long way in your mental health and just having that time feeling like a human again, not just yeah, having the mom. autonomy to do and not have to unbuckle car seats. <laughs> Oh when you're God. going somewhere. One thing I love doing is winding all the windows down. Uh-huh. I'm by myself because yes. my kids, they always want the AC on or they they <laughs> don't want to wind down the window or someone, it's too much breeze for this. So oh, you yes. know what? When I'm by myself, I literally wind all the windows down, put my hand out and I'm just, I just enjoy that time yeah. of quiet where there's no one arguing, no one fighting in the back seat. So Sometimes you need that a drive. It can go a long way. Yeah. I mean, I've heard a lot of um, moms say with this past year with COVID and the increase in like hygiene that thankfully, alhamdulillah, their families have not gotten sick at all. And I, uh, our family is kind of in that category. We have got very limited, you know, actual sick symptoms. Yeah. But I think a lot of times we think like we forget that we have had a lot of emotional 
oh, uh, yes. outbursts and, 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 you know, needing that emotional um, release, um, I think, from all the things we've experienced this past year. And so, you know, doing those extra, like, I feel it building up, like, I'm about to, like, yell at my kids really bad, I need a break. Having the maturity to know that about yourself and take that time for yourself definitely goes a long way um, into keeping you healthy, <laughs> healthy yeah. in whatever way you No, mental it, health you know? is not often talked about, especially within the Muslim community. So if you are someone who suffers from depression or postpartum depression, maybe you've had a baby mm-hmm. and this is an outcome that a symptom that has happened to you, you need to recognize those things and be able to do things about it that can help you move in a better direction because we all know the effects of how detrimental it is when mom's down the entire family feels like everybody's down. So that's like yeah. your leader going down. So you want to make sure that whether it be mental health, whether, whether it be actual sick days where you're physically ill, that you're being proactive in your approach for it and, and really recognizing in yourself, am I doing the things to help me become a better mom? Because all these things, they do happen. Sick days do occur. But an important thing to remember is don't be too hard on yourself. Like as moms, yeah. we tend to just like, Oh my God, I'm sick. I have to continue doing this. And this kid needs this. What realize that it's, it's okay. Everything's temporary. Inshallah, you will get better. And it'll, it'll be a time where yes, it's hard, but you'll get through it. Just, just tell yourself that inshallah, make, make a lot of dua because especially when you're sick, it's accepted. So make a lot of dua when you're sick of for yourself and your kids, because it's, it's something that we're encouraged to do as Muslims. Yeah. And I think also, uh, I, I think it's always important to like realign our perspective and remember that motherhood and especially in the phase where your children are young and your your responsibilities feel like an endless list, that sacrifice is a part of it. Like that is sort of where we're at. And it's something that is not forever. You know, it is a, a window of time, um, but it is part of the job description. You know, and and sometimes that does mean that we're going to fall down and we're going to have to wake up long nights and go through things. But I do believe, you know, in in my deepest feeling and my muscles that that is what helps to raise strong families, you know, that our children see when they they notice that we are making sacrifices for them. And they also notice when we advocate for ourselves and we say, you know, all right. Children, mama's going to have a meeting with Khala Nabiya right now. You know, it's Sunday morning. Um, this is important for them to see like, oh, mama has other things that she does. That's cool. You know, um, and so giving ourselves permission to not wait till it's late. Like you're never going to have a perfect day to meet up with your friends. You got to just do it. You know, you got to yeah. schedule it and make it happen. Date night, whatever is important to you to keep you on that balance of physical and mental health. Correct. Yeah. And, and you know, it's going to happen. Inevitably, someone's going to get sick in your family. And if you're sick, just make sure that you're taking it all with a grain of salt. Like your kids, they'll be all right. Take care of them as best as you could. Just get through the day and try to get yourself recouped and rest. Really try to rest as much as you can, because that's the only thing you can do during that time. You want your kids <laughs> safe, but if you're out, it's it's hard. It's really hard when your mom's down. So I, I I know that like, you know, like I was mentioning earlier, like our kids will notice. I'm saying this because I remember my, you know, life when I look back at how much 
love and care my mom provided whenever I was ill. And I wasn't a sick kid. I wasn't sick very often. I loved fruits and vegetables. I think that helped me a lot. Um, But I do remember when I got sick, it was so dramatic. And even as a teenager, I remember my mom would really like just do nice, sweet things like get me nice food and go with me to the doctor, even though I was 17 years old or whatever it might be. And, you know, I think it, it does warm my heart to remember now that I am a mom, like, wow, what a wonderful, you know, memory knowing that someone cared for you in that way. And now you can like take from that and, you know, carry it over to another, your own children. I do think it's important. I do think it goes a long way. So there's so much about this topic in moms and sick days, but um, let's get into what's next. So what would you say for this week's what's next? Warda? Oh, oh, definitely don't get sick ever. Like that's pretty <laughs> much it. <laughs> but aside from that, no, really, guys, don't get sick. Um, do whatever you can to build your immunity. And I'm not even joking. Like that is, I think, number one. Like if you can be a healthy person <laughs> as much as you can, take your vitamins, your medicines, exercise, workout, take breaks, do meditation yoga, anything you can do to foster a life of health. I think that is just like important, right? (laughs) Would we agree? So as, as moms, like let's build this culture of like healthy Muslim moms, you know, and um, do our best. Of course, Allah is the one who gives us tests and we are thankful for that as well. And we are patient in that. Um, But if you can do whatever you can to avoid it to begin with. Well, that's very good. Yeah, it's true. Because if you're taking care of yourself, you would have a reduced amount of sick days, um, inevitably. So for my what's next, I would say, because I know in our last when we had a sick day for with our kids, our medicine cabinet was kind of like out of date, and we were missing some things. So for my what's next, I would say to really check and refresh your medicine cabinet and be ready and prepared. So go through it, get rid of all the expired medicines that you may have, or if you need to add some more band-aids or your um, medical kit, whatever it is, and be ready for those sick days because we all know it can come out of nowhere and you can have these supplies on hand, ready to go and fully stocked. Awesome. I agree. I couldn't agree more. Well, that's it for today. Thanks for listening. And as always, be good to yourself. To support this podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. For feedback, topic ideas, or just to continue the conversation, email us at muslimmomspodcast at gmail.com. Assalamu alaikum.